Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. This episode is not about chickens, although I may use my new chickens as a vehicle, as a way into talking about fear. So let's back up a little bit. I have a fear of animals. Um, I think it comes from my earliest memory of me, three years old. Well, I came to America when I was three, so I was younger than three. Um, and I remember it, it, it was uh, in Korea, and at the time, the bathrooms were outside the house. They were outhouses, right? Uh, so obviously we lived uh, in, uh, we did not live in a mansion. But I think this was common in Korea. And I also remember... Um, bathhouses. I remember going to a giant hot swimming pools and bathing with my grandma, which sounds really strange. Um, public bathhouses. I, I remember that. And um, it was in the middle of the night. I, I got out of bed because I had to pee. And I remember um, trying to shake my brother because I didn't want to go pee alone because I was scared. Uh, and I remember he rejected me. Um, he's like, no, you go pee by yourself. I mean, he didn't say that, but he... Uh, wouldn't come with me. Uh, and so I went by myself into the outhouse. And when I opened the door, um, I saw rats like scattering. And I think that was my, um, it was the earliest imprint of being afraid of animals. And so to this day, I have a fear of rodents, possums, raccoons, um, not so much squirrels. Squirrels are cute. Uh, but even like like a guinea pig, you know, you know when you get to take home the guinea pig in uh, middle school <laughs> from homeroom, I, I I didn't understand. I was I would never touch a a guinea pig or a hamster or um, any of those animals. Uh, and then of course, uh, bigger animals, obviously like lions. 
I saw a bear the other day in my driveway, just sitting, uh, rummaging through my trash, and uh, it was terrifying. And then I started looking at him, and he, uh, assuming it was a, a, a male, and he, he looked at me back. <laughs> he looked back at me. We made eye contact, and suddenly it was less scary when I started to observe. But anyway, um, so I got chickens as a way to conquer my, my fear of animals, to actually hold the chicken. They're definitely at the bottom of the food chain, and I don't think they can really hurt you. They, they can peck at you. It's annoying, but they, they can't really, like, hurt you, right? So, um me buying chickens was a way to try to overcome my fear. And I want to use this as an example because um, I'm talking about a fear of animals, but you you know we all have fears of, of you know many things in this world, not just animals, but we have a fear of intimacy. We have a fear of you know um, so many things, you know, right? We have a fear some people have a fear of box jumps. Some people have a fear of uh, hiking of the water, all of these fears. and they come from our story, you know. Um, we're not born afraid. We're, we're a blank canvas. As we go through life and the stuff that happens, usually traumatizing, um, create fear. And then what happens is if we don't desensitize or give ourselves new experience to start dissolving that fear, that fear actually becomes bigger because... I think fear like a virus grows, you know, if you don't give it attention um, and intention to start dissolving, right? If you don't lean into it to explore, to create distance, to break it down, um, it becomes a monster. And so what's happening now with these chickens is, um, you know, they started off as little chicks, which is great because they're just cute and fluffy and, and, um, I, I, I tried to, to grab them and I could hold them for a little bit. Uh, but if you don't, if you know anything about chickens, they grow very fast. And so now they're, they're big, they're not full size, but they're like, you know, they, they could just flap and just zoom across the living room. So now, uh, I, I notice my fear when I grab them because they're not like little chicks, they're like birds. And, um, every day as an exercise, I go out, I feed them and I, um, by myself, lean into my fear, and I, I just work on grabbing them, holding them, grabbing them, holding them, and noticing in my body the fear coming up and then slowly dissolving. And through repetition, by the time they're full grown, and they're not going to be cute anymore, um, I'm going to hopefully be able to pick one up without fear or chase one around the backyard, you know. Um, so that's the exercise for me. My question to you is, what are you afraid of? And it doesn't have to be an animal, obviously. It can be, you know, something that's not tangible, something that you can't pick up. Like, you may be afraid of relationships. You may be afraid to really show yourself. You may be afraid of um, loving someone. And so for you... What is going to be the exercise to start dissolving that fear? So what are you going to do in action? You know, what's your version of picking up a chicken or a chick? I mean, I eventually want to get to where I could just, you know, um, I can't even say these words, but I was going to say, uh, 
grab a possum. Oh man, shivers, chills down my spine. Because uh, to me, a possum is a giant rat, and I that's like the most terrifying um, animal to me. And I know they're they're not they're not dangerous. They don't attack you. They're slow. Um, but to pick one up gives me the creeps. It, what's interesting is I have zero fear of insects. I mean, I could pick up, I could smash spiders all day. Um, but animals, oh man. So what is a fear that you need to dissolve? And what new experience do you need to give yourself to start dissolving that fear? So for example, if you have a fear of showing yourself in relationships, and maybe that fear comes from when you when you're growing up, showing yourself came with consequences, right? Maybe you did show yourself in your first relationship um, or to the love of your life in high school or something, and um, that part of you wasn't accepted. Maybe it was rejected, you know. And because of that, that that stove is very hot now, and it's hard it's hard for you to really show yourself. What do you need to do that you can handle? And this is the important piece. I think with fear, it's not about making this big decision and, you know, jumping into the deep end. Um, I think it's about taking, because you could also re-traumatize yourself, right? If I was to say, you know what, I'm no longer going to be afraid of animals. I'm going to go to the fucking zoo and pick up a lion, you know, or, or um, well, first of all, that's, they don't let you do that. But I'm going to go from <laughs> being afraid of, of animal. I'm going to go from uh, zero to 60, you know, I want to go wrestle a, a cheetah. Um, that could re-traumatize me, right? So um, I'm starting with chicks. <laughs> I'm starting with chickens. And so um, with you, what's your baby step? You know, what is your taking the shallow end of the pool? So using the example of showing yourself, um, or maybe you want to give yourself uh, the experience of uh, trusting again because you're f- afraid to trust people or whatever it may be. Um, what's what's the first step forward, you know, um, after the conversation with yourself, right? After the decision, after the intention, um, because I think that's the beginning. But if you stop there, nothing's going to change. You're not going to dissolve your fear. So what's the first step forward? Is it the um, is it in action um, being more transparent? Is it in action being vulnerable? Is it in action? Uh, picking up the phone, setting up a date. I don't know. Only you know. And and let this action be difficult, but not so difficult that you're not going to do it, right? And here's the other piece, because you need a strong why, right? I'm not. I didn't just buy chickens because I want eggs. I mean, yes, that that is one of the reasons is to have farm fresh eggs. That's um, that's definitely an incentive. But my stronger why is to um, raise animal an animal um, or two animals and uh, pick them up and have less fear, you know, engaging with, um, in, in this case, chickens. So for you, what is the why? So for me, why is that important? Uh, because I want to be less afraid with nature, with animals. When I'm on a hike and I see, you know, an animal that I'm afraid of, I don't want to panic. I want to observe, you know. Um, I don't want to be... Uh, powerless to animals it's not very high on my to-do list but it, it is one of the things that I want for myself and so for you what is the why why do you want to be less afraid whether it's of relationships of showing yourself of box jumps of um, building a business of quitting your job of speaking up to your boyfriend 
Why are you why are you afraid? Uh, how is dissolving this fear going to I'm not going to say change your life because that's kind of uh, the ripple. I'm going to say how is dissolving this fear going to change you? And this is where it gets powerful because this is where you got to make it not about you. And if you could fight figure out a way to truly believe that overcoming this fear is not going to be even about you, um, yes, it may better your life. Uh, it may you know um, help you accomplish your goals. But what if it's bigger than you? What if it's bigger than you? So for me, going back to my chickens example, um, one can argue, well, what, how how are you gonna? How is that bigger than you? Well, then I can make it about my daughter. I can make it about um, being able to um, play with her without the fear of animals. Um, whether we get more pets, you know, or I'm taking her to the zoo or, you know, engaging with her with animals, I want to be less afraid and also be able to protect her, right? So now it's become bigger than me. And whenever something is bigger than you, whenever you make something bigger than you, you become fearless. Definitely a lot less afraid than when you make it about you, right? So um, if my daughter wasn't in the picture and I was just doing this for me, it would be much easier to say, fuck this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done chasing chickens in my backyard. It's not only scary, it's uh, exhausting. Um, but because it's bigger than me, um, now I have uh, 92 octane, right? I am fired up. It's, it's bigger than me. Usually we can't do things for ourselves. We can do things for other people. And so use that to your advantage. So whatever you're trying to dissolve when it comes to fear, how is dissolving this fear bigger than you? Hold on to that. Put it in your back pocket. Remember it. Feed it. Because that's what's going to make you fearless. Thank you for listening. If this episode was helpful, I um, encourage you to, to pass it along. All these are shareable. And also, um, if you're not getting my daily text, you should check it out. I send texts out to thousands every day. And... Um, the cool part is at the end of the week, I text you a Google Doc that takes you deeper on that week's topic, and it's like six or seven pages. Um, and so we're collecting these Google Docs, which we now call the Lost Files, and I think we're up to like a hundred. So at any point, um, just let me know which one you want. If you're a tech subscriber, and I will text you one or all of them. You can get my text at theangrytherapist.com. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.